Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. Yeah, I made it here. Uh, it's funny that, that I make it here. Brittany, again, is on vacation. You, you, you see how this DJ Aiken podcast thing goes, man? It's DJ Aiken, man, Tampa's most connected DJ, of course. Shouts out to Radio Influence being here. And even though somehow she's on vacation, I'm still going to shout out and show some love to Miss Brittany Gonzalez because that's that's what I do. First off, maybe today is going to be kind of special because my man Moray is going to be joining us here on the pod um, since Brittany couldn't be here. We'll, we'll talk about a uh, quick sand and everything else that he's got popping off. And if you don't know anything about Moray, then you kind of been living under a rock because the dude's 50 million views up right now. So it should be a real dope time here at the DJ Can Podcast today. Um, what I wanted to do, though, before we get into that is I want to talk about a couple of things that have popped off this week. Um, first and foremost, um, let's get into this DMX thing. As we know, DMX is in the hospital right now, suffered a heart attack after an apparent overdose. The confusion to me, though, is whether DMX is in a vegetative, veget- vegetation state or whether he's alive and talking. And I don't think he's really talking because I think by this time they would have let us see DMX talking or he would have made a video or something. So I'm I'm taking the worst case scenario that he's alive but he's not doing well at all and the reason i wanted to touch this one is because i I was a part of the dmx situation when he first dropped out because through all through college i happened to work for def jam doing street team shit here in tampa as well as club promotions and wound up starting to be in new york once a month working with them closely so the dmx story is um pretty a pretty close one to me and i want to address it because i want to address you in the the team Eakin family and and everybody just is out there like if you ever notice and funk master flex spoke on this as soon as somebody dies we run and get all these pictures we run we run oh my god where's the old school picture i had with this person and i'm wishing him the best i'm wishing them this i'm wishing them that i've said it on this pod before please do me this favor if you rock with me just shoot me a text now just shoot me a text now and ask how i'm doing because i can't do shit with them flowers after i'm gone i'm saying i can't i can't do anything I can't feel any of that love if I die tomorrow. And I myself have said a couple of prayers for DMX. I have. And and I think that that is a respectful thing to do. And I'm not knocking you even if you don't do it. But if you are just one of these people that every time somebody dies, you go and find the old school picture you have with them. Come on, man. Stop it, man. Just stop it. Because at that point to me, and this could be the unpopular opinion, which I'm used to having, it ain't really about the love for them. It's about getting caught up in the hashtag and getting a few likes because you do have a picture with them. And I've seen you do it. You pull out a picture from when the person was 12 and you happen to walk past them in a 7-Eleven and be like, this is my partner, my man. But meanwhile, y'all ain't shot a text. Y'all ain't had a phone conversation. Y'all ain't done nothing in 10 years. As a matter of fact, a lot of y'all that are doing this stuff, you haven't even checked on your own family in probably six months. And we in a damn pandemic. I'm just saying, man, we got to stop it. We got to like, let's let's Kanye said it best as crazy as he is. People never seem to get their flowers while they still here to smell them. And we think Kanye is crazy. But Kanye made a whole damn song called Big Brother about Jay-Z. And he addressed things he didn't like. He addressed the love. He addressed thanking him for giving his, him his big break into this industry. But that, to me, is as crazy as Kanye is and as crazy as we say he is. That, to me, is how you show love to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put his heart on the table. But we, we, I just think we need to stop it, man. As a matter of fact, I, I might block a few folks this week, Jason. I think I'm going to block a few folks that keep going to get those pictures. Not that it matters because I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I'm somebody. I might just should block Brittany. Maybe I should just block Brittany. You know, maybe. 
maybe. And and shout out and and getting off that point and seg segging over to shout out to everybody too who's been checking in with with me and Brittany online and shout out to everybody too who had only heard the clean version of Throat Baby Jason. They they they've been people people been texting me talking about I thought the song meant go baby. Yeah, it does go go baby on the radio. But it really is about some throat babies if you out here in these clubs and you really hearing the real version. And also somebody else, they Jason, let me tell you this too. They've been trying to check Britney, calling, telling Britney she might somebody told Britney that she had a thought way of thinking. Now, I don't feel like that. So so let me speak on my love for Britney and, and how open she is on this show. I love it. Just so you and I are clear, when Britney gives me her honest opinion on things like the Gawk Gawk 3000. <laughs> I appreciate that because I don't think any I don't think that I I don't think that I as a guy could give you a real a real what what's what's the word I'm looking for a real authentic you know uh a real authentic um definition or whatever on the experience like Britney can I just don't think I can so when I ask these questions and she gives you know she's an open book and answers these questions I gotta appreciate it man I, I got to and and I'm and thank and most of the ladies that talk to me about Britney being on this podcast I know that you appreciate it as well so in all of her for that particular moment it was a bit of thoughtness and I'll say this to Britney's face that was a bit of thoughtness Britney but I appreciate it and I respect the fact that you feel like your gawk gawk 3000 is at its highest level, the max, 3,000. You know, I appreciate that, man. So that, that's, that's my little rant for the day on the DJ Aiken podcast, man. Shouts out to my man, Moray. He's, he's about to, to log in right now. So if you're watching, he'll be popping into the screen right about boom. And your man, DJ Aiken, man, as promised, he's here, my guy, Moray. Hey, check it out. Before I even, before I even introduce you, though, let, let me read you a couple of these comments. Let me read you a couple of these comments that I read. He <laughs> says, Moray is the best thing that happened to me in 2020. That that's one comment. Let me let me read you another one. The next one says, Later for up next, Moray is up now. Boom. Now 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 without any further ado, let me know how that makes you feel. No cap. Thank y'all so much for even for even taking time to write that. Like I don't know what you're going through or what you've been going through, but for me to be an inspiration in your life, I hope whatever you're going through, it's done. It's over. I hope that from now on you smile, you have blessings. I hope from now on all you feel is happiness and love because for you to take the time out to write that, that's all the fuck you deserve. Right. Thank you. Man, man let me tell you something. Um, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of lucky. And I feel like even though this is my first time meeting you, I honestly feel like I was a part of, the launching of the story, because let me tell you something, you, you had a video and I'm not sure whether I saw somebody shared or something, but when I first saw it, you had just maybe crossed a thousand views on Instagram. Just, mm -hmm. it, was, it was, and like I said, again, I feel like a small part of your story. Cause I was like, not sure who this dude is. And I shared it. I was like, this is fire right here though. And what I liked about it was it wasn't hoopla. It wasn't chaos. It just made me feel like whoever you went in the studio with, you understood just I want to make a great song, a song that really feels good. I didn't, I didn't worry. You didn't, didn't seem like you worried about the cars in the background, all this extra stuff. It was simply about getting your music out. So let's start there. When you, when you go in the studio and you, and you decide to make quicksand and you just guys decide to shoot that video, how, how did the whole thing come about? Honestly, it wasn't even a thought process for the music besides 
me talking to my wife one day and, and I was presenting her with music. That wasn't what she thought was going to help us make. End of the day, she kept it 100. She was like, baby, I love you. You're talented. I believe in you. But I know there's something else there other than the bullshit you, you've been putting out. I know there's more. Uh, pull out that shit. And I know there'd be something different. So I kind of took that as like a personal challenge. I went to the bathroom. I smoked our last blunt. I ain't care she hit it or not. I heard this. I had an attitude. You <laughs> right. feel me? No cat. And it's real shit. Like, I was upset. And I wrote Big Sister and I wrote Quicksand the same day, but I only presented Quicksand to her. And, and she liked it. She didn't love it. She liked it. You feel me? She said, that it's better. We, right. I go to the studio. I'm like, yo, no cap. Just press record and we in there. Like, no cap. We, we, we recorded everything. I didn't even like the song at first wow. until I added the, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like for me, that helped bring the song together. The right. words that I was saying was really therapeutic was for me to just get it off my chest because that's my life. I wasn't expecting nobody to like the song, love the song, or even write the nice thing they just wrote just now. It was supposed to be just for me to show my wife that I am more than the booty singer. And I, can, I show myself as well that I can do it. Right. So so we in, we also we but we are and and I I feel that part of the conversation because we in a, we in a world right now where everybody's trying to create this persona on, <laughs> on all these socials and in the dig, digital space. Yeah. But then like you said your girl hits you with baby you're not quite being as authentic as I, as you can be. Exactly. Now, I know you had to be watching the digital space as you're trying to create this music for yourself and and, and such and such. Was it hard though to look that deep inside and and bring out what she had told you? And I know you said I, I know you said I, you smoked the blunt and you and you got it done. You got two songs done. But how hard was it to just be like, you know what? She's fucking right, man. I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna write from my heart. I'm not worried about who dances to it. This gonna be from in here. I think the writing wasn't hard, but accepting the fact that she was right. That was the hardest part. Because before I wrote the song, I smoked the whole month before I started writing. And, 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 and no cap. And I, I sat there thinking, like, first it was like, who the fuck is she to tell me that my song isn't good enough? Like, you don't even right. do music, right? Why are you even giving me pointers? And then it became like, yo, why the fuck am I debating the fact that she she really gave me honesty when she didn't have to? She could have gave me some bullshit, but right. she really wanted to see me succeed. So that settled in. And it was like, damn, what can I write? What can I do? What am I not saying? What can I say? And I just started like thinking about my past and was like, fuck it. Like, let me just put what happened to me and see what the fuck happened. It's right. like, that's the easiest shit to write. Something that you've done. It, it's easy to recall memory. So I just wrote my memory and made it rhyme. And then it was really just for me. It, like, I didn't even, th- I, I had no intentions of making this song pop because I already quit music a couple weeks before that shit. So like, I wasn't planning. It was, this is, this is my last hurrah. Bro, what, 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 you're the second, let me tell you something. I don't, I don't know if you know this kid. His name's Kid, uh, kid Graphic. He, he does like graphics for almost everybody. Like that's in hip hop right now, right? And he started out and he told me, he said, he was about to quit. And then Waka Flocka tells him, hits him up out of the blue and says, why quit when you could be the greatest? So you about to quit. What makes you say, I'm not quitting? I mean, what, because you said you, you, you're really about to be out and you have this talk with your girl. So is that what made you say, I'm not done here? Or was it something before that that you was already like, I'm not quitting until I get a couple of pieces of advice and maybe it's just something I need to adjust? No, I honestly, what made me want to keep going is when I put Quicksand the video out and it got like a couple of thousand views. The first couple of thousand, I say, oh shit. Oh, just like a thousand people like my shit? Right. I felt like it was, I felt like it was a million motherfuckers. I said, oh shit. I'm going to keep writing. Right. And as I'm writing and as I'm trying to come up with concepts and 
and, and shit like that. Like, uh, uh, I put out a whole mixtape, but it, it didn't get no traction. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was just had 3,000 views. What the fuck going on? Right. I took the shit down, get a phone call from somebody named Motion Lazy from L.A., bleach blonde hair with a quaff telling me, bro, I believe in you, bro. Like, I think I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? Right. But like, I, as skeptical as I was, he kept it so a hundred with me. It was, it was, I was expecting him to lie and say, we're going to be rich and, you know, do the Hollywood shit. But he was like, yo, this is going to be the hardest you probably ever work. You probably don't get less sleep. You're not going to be rich fast. We can't get there. This does not mean you're going to start working. I'm just going to help you get there. And mm-hmm. I was like, if anybody would tell you that shit up front over the phone, like he ain't trying to give me no shits and giggles, my nigga. It's, it's, it's hard work. Right. I'm like, hell yeah, I, I got to get behind that shit. Like, real right. Right. And here we are, though. We are 50. We, we 50 million views. First of all, let's stop it. Let's stop. Because 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 I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, dude. And, and you say no cap a lot because it's really no damn cap. That first five hundred thousand views, like you said, you <laughs> like, you like, bro, you like, bro. I'm sure you you talking to your man. You talking, baby? I got we had a thousand. We had two thousand. What yeah. does it feel like now being at fifty million? And I'm we just Honestly, talking one song. We ain't talking about what I've seen all over. This is just one song. Fifty million views on quicksand. Everything feels like the first time I seen a hundred thousand views. No matter what view I get, it feels the same as that. Because when I when I when I seen the hundred thousand after. Mostly started helping me. I, I cry, my nigga, because I didn't think I just was about to fucking quit. And I got a hundred thousand views right. and people's writing me nice shit that I don't even fucking know. Like that, it broke me down because I was like, damn, like if, if you if I would have quit, I would have never felt this shit. Because I didn't give up, it made me be like, yo, like I really can be something I never thought I could be. It can happen for me if I stay fucking diligent, humble, and work, and it works. And right. it worked. Dude, like I I like I said, let me, let me stop and give you your flowers while we sitting right here, man. I'm give you them flowers Thank while you, you so sitting much, right bro. here. So so now that now that we're at 50 million, we we've gotten a call and now some things are in motion. Now, before I even go to how far things are in motion. Did the love in Fayetteville change though? Did the love in because Fayetteville, I've been there. I had Bro. family that lived there. I had family that was at Pope Air Force Base, Fort Bragg. Okay. I know, I know, hey, look, I know a little bit about that 95 stretch. The you love know what in the Fayetteville. Vibe. Dude, I, I understand. I partied in Fayetteville a couple of times. I understand the vibe. <laughs> so yes, when, you, when before we even get to where the next level went, because I want I think people need to hear this story. This is this it's because like I said, it's inspirational to me, and it's such a dope story. How did how did the, yeah. did the love in Fayetteville? Because I know you you're still going to the grocery store. You're still pumping gas. Of course. How of course. Did, how did that love? No, shit? no cap, it's fucking amazing, bro. My city, the love that I get from just driving in my car or going to get me some backwards or fucking going to Walmart, <laughs> right? Like, real shit. Like I take pictures all day long, and it doesn't bother me. I I be waiting for niggas be seeing me. But then we want to act, so I stay around a little longer so, so they can get the courage because I don't give a fuck. I want the right. picture, but I can't act for it. Just come get it. You feel right. me? Like, come snap this shit. Like, I love that shit. My city be just showing me so much love no matter where I go. Like, Fayetteville is my home. Like, my, I've been other places, but this is my home. Right. And I, and I love it. I love now. it. I'd be amiss if I if I ain't asked this part because, like I said, I, yeah. I was watching what was happening on your quicksand post, and all of a yeah. sudden, here it comes. Co-sign from J. Cole, co-sign <laughs> from the baby, and I'm just gonna stop in North Carolina because I know now that you moving there, it's more love in Fayetteville. But you know, for the yes, for, for a long time, 
Jacob and Fayetteville's son. He been that you know. Yeah. When you saw that on your post, or did he call you? Did anything like that happen from 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 any artist? No cap. I have talked to Jacob recently, mm -hmm. and bro, the advice and the support that you give somebody you just met because you believe in them too is it, fire. Like when talking to Jacob, I thought he's gonna be like every other Hollywood nigga. You feel me? Like you know, he he the goat, so he ain't gotta fuck with me. But not once did he give me that energy. Not once did he portray like I'm this and you're that. He's a cool ass nigga that gives respect if you give it to him. Like honestly, like he a grown ass man. And nowadays that term is very loose, but he's a grown ass man. And it just feels good to be in company of other grown ass men. Like niggas who understand like we got a goal, we got something to reach. It ain't all about the bullshit. Let's get this money, make business move and be honest and be trustworthy. That's all it is about. You feel me? That is so dope. That is so dope, man. So so now we working. We working now. And I, I see you. You got a few more joints out here. You got switched up. You got low key, dreamland, big decisions. And we are working on a full length album now, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Are we working on an album right now? We're working on a mixtape right now. Oh, we working? Okay, I, I working think, on a mixtape first. I, I think I have more of my story to give out. Like I, I want my album to reflect who I'm becoming. And I want my mixtape to reflect who I still am. So when I make the transition and I make the journey, people are making it with me. I, I, I want people to understand that I want you to feel good about my music. I want you to feel good about yourself hearing my music. I want you to hear some of my stories that you've never done and be like, yo, I would never go that low. Or I want you to hear that you've been that low like I would never go that low again. Or people who coming out. That's what I want this mixture to do. I want, I want it to bring people like, yo, this nigga really been there with me. So when I go to my other level, you understand who I am because I... I don't want to be one type of artist, but I want right. you to understand who I am first before I make this transition to do this crazy shit. Cause I really want to do a little bit of everything <laughs> like for real. Right. Dude. I, I, like, I don't know, man. What, what, what would we call, what would we call, what would we call your style? If you, if I could, if I could compare you to anybody else that you, or better yet, not even that, that's not even, shouldn't even be my question. My question should be who, who inspired you as you were, as you were getting into this music thing and who made you say other than the conversation with your girl, who made you say, take this more serious, bro? Like, cause you, cause obviously I know the talent's been there, but it's you, you understand this, I'm sure. There's a difference in just having talent and taking it serious and working on yeah. your craft. I mean, a, a lot of people always said, you know, I had talent. I mean, nobody really gave it like the push that my wife did besides myself. I felt like hearing people like, you know, Karen Clark Shield and Kelly Price growing up really pushed my RB vibe. But like, listen to Drake for the first time. With the So Far Song Gone album, understand that he raps and sings and then feature himself on his own fucking song. I was like, yo, like, if I don't need nobody and I have these gifts, I can use them this way. I just didn't have the words to put together at the time because I was still going through the bullshit I'm writing about now. So right. the fact that I've heard that and people like T-Pain and, and, and Chris Brown that can rap and sing and bring different fucking, that's what I wanted to do. And that was, that was the best example to, to bring out my my fucking swag. And niggas like 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 Mo three too. Rest in peace. Like his voice is so soulful, bro. Like and he's so confident in the way he do it. He don't mind blowing on a song. Like, I'm talking. About, he don't mind singing, singing. And right. bitch, I don't mind either. I'm thank you, brother, for showing me the example. Because no cap, without a coach, how can you get better at the game? Right. How important? How important has your team been to you? How important has that been? Like you know, because no cap. Both teams, the, the team that I, that I started with, EBF, everybody's family is like the niggas I grew up with, Fayetteville, like they've been so supportive. They've been there for me since day one, since before all this. And pick six is, is a squad that 
they, they found me at my lowest point and, and made me who I am today. Like, I, I owe them niggas everything. Like, from, from top of the line to the bottom of the line. Like, from everybody who, who texted me, called me, niggas make my schedule. Thank everybody on that squad because at the end of the day, without them, I wouldn't have been, been here. Like, it takes real pressure to understand that you need your team. You need DJs. You need people to play your music. You need this shit. And right. I'm appreciative. And I want to show that shit every step of the way. I think that is dope, man. So who's working? Who's working on? The, um, who's going to be on the mixtape with you? Working on? The, I mean, because I I've seen you moving around in quite a few spaces. I've seen you with yeah. 808 Mafia folks. I've seen you. Mm-hmm. I've seen Marshmallow around. So and and just listening to you, like They're I said, bros, and, and watching no, 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 watching no watching just watching the way you move and your swag and, and the delivery of your music, I'm I'm expecting something special. So any particular people that you like to tell us that you're working with on your mixtape and even the, even the album per se. No cap, shout out to, to, to Southside, shout out to Marshmallow. Uh, no cap, Mo has put me in, in the space to meet these guys and, and really take some great advice from, from vets. Like, people, like, they really they really don't have to fuck with me because they already lit, you feel me? Right. But because we're on the same team, it's like they really reach out like, yo, this would be better, or yo, this and this. And, and that shit is so fire to me to have somebody who really been through what I've been through in music, and they're helping me. Like, that's fire. And, and, and the fact that they already winning, I can't help but to win. You feel me? So like, right. I'm just glad he plucked me, and they was already on his squad. So now we lit, dude. Like like I said, when I saw you, I was like, mm. and I just feel like listening to you that your style combined combined with some of these folks that that you may or may not work with in the future. I just feel like it's gonna be something special. Has it been a true story though that you're working harder than you ever worked since you've been in this? Because I I mean, like you said, the work yes. just starting. But my schedule is like I've never had a schedule. Let's let's go ahead and start with that. I've had a job schedule and that stops at a certain amount of time. But when when you do a this kind of schedule, where like one minute you're doing like 40 zooms and then you're on the plane, then you're in an interview, then you're back on the plane, then you're back at the house doing 40 more zooms, then you gotta do a video, then you got a photo shoot. It's, uh, hold up, sir. Can we can we schedule a break? <laughs> can we schedule right. some sleep? <laughs> and it's just that red eye fucking you, my boy. Nah, hey man, I, I appreciate you taking the time to interview with me. So let's talk about of the course. industry right now. Let's let's talk about the industry right now because now you officially are in it, right? Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Once you once you're in it now, it ain't just what you're reading on the internet. You are actually officially in the game. It's like being a it's like being in middle school and everybody keep telling you how high school is, and then you finally make <laughs> it. Depending on how your setup is, you finally make it to ninth or tenth grade, and you're really in the building. Any yes, surprises sir. so far? What's been the biggest surprise so far? Now that you are officially a signed artist, you doing these zooms with DJs like myself, you doing press, you you watching your, what, how your records move, you doing drops and all these other things. What's been the biggest surprise so far? Uh, the biggest surprise has been the camaraderie. No cap. When when you look at the industry from the outside, you really think niggas at your neck, niggas at your throat, niggas hating, niggas this and beef and beef and beef and bullshit, 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 eagles, eagles, eagles. But everybody that I've met, right, literally are solid motherfuckers. Like like no, I don't know if that's the path that God has taken me through, but everybody that I've met in person, I've talked to them on Facetime, has been a cool ass person. Like. I ain't really get no animosity yet. No one's hating on me. No one. Niggas is legit solid. And like, again, they don't have to be because they them. But right. the fact that they are, the, the fact that the DJs, matter of fact, I pulled up on the DJ yesterday in Raleigh. Boy was like, I, I bet you won't come out to chill me. I bet you I will. You in an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> right. away. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? And I pulled up because that's, that's my vibe. And I've been getting that vibe back. Like no one's been giving me no riffraff. It, it's, it's been fired. I'm just glad my journey has been this, this happy. Right. Do you think that do you think, though, that the 
media and and I'm in the media and I still find this is a problem. Do you think that they do a disservice to hip hop because what gets the clicks? The clicks, the clicks are not me and you having a dope interview and you telling me how dope your situation is and that you happy with your management and you happy with the label. The clickbait is when you unhappy with the label, God forbid, or when you say something I don't like and then I go on live and say something you don't like. Do you do you yeah. think that that's more of a hip hop thing or just what the media seems to be putting? Because, you know, the, the the chaos and the stupidity is what everybody want to click on first. You know, yeah. they, they don't like I, it when I, we positive. Like, you, you can't really put the blame game on anybody because whether the media put it put it out or not, it still get clicked on. You, right. So you feel me? So like the narrative, people love the ratchet. They love the ghetto. They love the bullshit. They love the hostility because it's entertaining. Right. But if you entertain them with something else, they can still love that shit. Boom. So it's all about controlling your own fucking narrative. Like a lot of people try to be who the media wants them to be and then you get caught up being yourself. That's an issue. If you be your fucking self the whole way through, how can you get caught up being somebody different? Because you're always you. I don't claim to be the flyest nigga. I don't claim to be the hardest nigga. I don't claim to be nobody's savior. I claim to be more right. And that's it. Right. So if you catch me doing some shit, I'll I do it every day. The fuck? Like, it ain't no fucking surprise. That's more right. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to hide who I am. I'm not trying to. I don't play too cool interviews because, nigga, I've never been too cool. I've been that bummy nigga. I've been that broke nigga. I've been that fly nigga. I've been all that. I've been that. And now I'm okay with just being me, bro. Like, bro, you control your own narrative. Stop letting motherfuckers get you out your character. That's about, as, that's about as authentic as it can get right there, man. Um, I appreciate you taking, like, seriously, like, this conversation has been so, so much of a joy to me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, again, I, I feel like I've been a part of your story because I kind of, like I said, I think I was there in the early thousands. I, I, I'm not positive. I think, I know I shared it for a fact. I was there in the well, early thousands. You, and now that you're in the millions, I'm proud to be watching your story. I'm proud to be a part of it. Do me this favor, though. Let, let's, play, let's play a little something I like to call five things. Give me your okay. five favorite artists that are out right now that you're listening to. Five favorite artists will have to be Cole, Drizzy, The Baby. I fuck with Young Boy super hard, and uh, mm, Tory Lanez. Okay, that, that I respect that because it's a difference in the chaos of the media and listening to somebody's music. That, and uh, and we, we Music that, and media is two different things. We have that beef on this podcast all the time. That's why I'm glad Britney's not here because if Britney would have heard you say Tory Lanez, I, we'd have had to have a whole other discussion because she's just... But the, but the, the, thing music, about it is, the music is so dope. I can't even front on it. Like, every, I don't, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Right. If, if, if you feel close to a situation, you're supposed to be upset that I said that. If you don't, you wouldn't care less. The fact that you care makes you human. And it's okay. Dude. As authentic as it can be right there, man. My man, Moray, hey, do me a favor, man. Two, do me a favor. Stick to what you're doing. Stay authentic because I think you're going to go a long way, man, being as authentic as you are. And and, and tell tell your girl that we, as fans, said thank you. Because she, she <laughs> to, from what I'm hearing from the story, it's that talk right there. That's the shift. That's the shift Fact. of saying, you know what? I'm going to make what I actually want to make. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's special, man. What you're doing is special. Any Any words that we can leave? I like to have um, the words maybe for the next generation or the kid that wants that's thinking about quitting like you thought about quitting or the kid that really wants to do this but don't know their place or doing anything, a positive word that you can leave them with. All right. First, let me say uh, it's my wife. You said, girl, okay, I your wife, my bad. I, I apologize. Not no your bad, my in. bad, because okay. I didn't say nothing. No, I you did. Know. No, but you did say wife <laughs> earlier, too. So let's please let's get that clear. The wife. Oh, uh, no, apologies and, here. And second, 
for, for anybody who, who's thinking about quitting, un- understand when I said I quit, there, there were mistakes. You never give up on your dream because you never know when your breaking point is coming. When you're at your lowest and you feel like there's nowhere to go, I promise you, right around the corner is that light. You have to search for it. You have to go get what you want. If you love it and you need it, don't let nobody tell you you cannot have it. Fight for what you believe in because at the end of the day, all we have is love, family, and dreams. Keep all three close to your heart and God, and I promise you, you're going to make it. My man, Moray, do me a favor because I know every, and not like they don't know already, but where they can find you at on the socials and the digital space, because you're moving heavy out there, but I want to make sure if anybody doesn't know that they go check it out. If you don't know, if you do know, you can find me at the same handle everywhere. Moray, the one, that's M-O-R-R-A-Y-D-A and the number one. My man, Moray, I appreciate you stopping through, man, as always. Shouts out to everybody on your team. There you have it, man. I appreciate the dude, Moray, stopping through, man. I appreciate everybody rocking with us here at the uh, DJ Can Podcast. I hope you learned something because I did. And if you haven't checked the dude's music out, again, go check out his Instagram. It's Moray1, uh, like he said, the dude. The dude. And, and something else he taught me that, um, not taught me, but something else I like that he said that we preach about this social media and digital thing is being authentic. And I think what I love about his story is the fact that even though his girl is nowhere in his music business, his wife, his wife, his wife, let's get that right. His wife is not in his music business. He trusted what she had to say. And I think that more of us should do that in life. Like if you got somebody that's really close to you, don't get mad when they tell you the truth. Get mad at them if they lie to you to your face and then let you go out here and get messed up in the street. That's who you should be mad at. You know, but if you got somebody in your life that's real and they give you the real all the time, you ain't even got to like it. You may have to walk away from them and go smoke a blunt in the bathroom like Moray did. Or you may just have to not talk to them for a couple of minutes, maybe even a couple of hours. But don't be mad at your don't be mad at your so-called real friends for telling you the truth. All right. That's the word I'm gonna leave you with on the DJ can podcast this week, man. For my entire family here, Radio Influence. And of course, my girl, Brittany Gonzalez. I appreciate you rocking with us. All right. Across all platforms at DJ Eakin and on YouTube at DJ Eakin TV. We are gone. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. Radio Influence.